Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Girls Pod Channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Hello. Hello. What are you doing? How are you? Have oh. you stopped to ask yourself today? We're getting to the thick of it. Check in because this part of the year gets heckers with a Z. Yeah, it's loose and I'm happy about it. I'm I am. happy to sign out of this year. You were capping off 2018 literally in like September, August, October. Yes. You were like, oh, I'm just, anyway, I'm I'm so over this year. I know I shouldn't write it off. I'm Do like, you know? No, because there's almost half left. And I was saying that before my brother got sick too. It was oh. like I just sensed it was going to be bomb after bomb, like lesson after lesson. But I'm sure those years are the ones you look back and, and know that I don't know. You were transformed a bit. Matt Preston gets a bit deep like this on our interview with him today. He is a very wise soul and we speak about MasterChef obviously and why he thinks that that I guess the chemistry between him, George and Gary is is quite powerful, but then also the essence of the show which I didn't realize they were so involved in. We speak to him about being a romantic and also his kind of take on um what it is to be a man and a gentleman, mm. like in 2018 too, which I found um, I found really interesting as well. Also this level of um, flamboyancy and sense of self that he's had from quite a young age, which you, you see this creativity and expression and zero fucks attitude that he has, even with the clothes that he wears. Yeah. To, you see him play and have fun in life, which I think – I think it's really cool to see, especially when you when you see a man in a suit, you immediately think of a particular, I don't know, shades of yeah, darkness. And yeah. I know it's not just the suit. I'm meaning that is a quite a symbolic thing that we yeah. that we kind of go, okay, well, if you're a dude in a suit, you're ex, and he's kind of like stuff that here I am, babes. Yeah, he and he's just got a passion for fashion. It's like it really is that simple. A lot of people wondering what the I guess the layer of it, you know, under all of it. But we'll let him talk to you about that before we get to the interview. We want to do a really big shout out for the last few tickets of our live show. Uh, it is not going to be a podcast show; it's a live panel show. We have numerous different guests across Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, and. Sydney we are coming to you guys um, and this is our last show of the year we don't tour that much so we would absolutely love to see you when we hit hit your city um, and the tickets are at thethinkergirls.com.au especially for those in Brizzy and Adelaide I guess we are in this place where we're like okay we've never done this kind of a live show in these kind of places before so if it um, if it comes to I don't know maybe a little bit down the track 
where we think about going again, it'd be really nice for us to to come back and say hello. So if you do listen to the podcast, yeah, we're gauging, yeah, we're gauging yeah, our audience. Yeah, yeah. we're sussing. That's yeah, what we I was are. trying to say. We're sussing you out. <laughs> we do are. you? Where are you? Which crevice of the country do you live in? Seriously, um, because we know you guys in Melbourne and Sydney are epic supporters. So we are really excited to get to you guys, but as well as meet some new faces. Oh, she's all right. Over to our chat with Matt Preston. Matt Preston, welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. I'm excited to be in the epicenter of the TG Posse. I want to talk to you about chemistry because mm. I think, you know, having done ten seasons now, there is a real, um, a real sense that when you watch the show, the chemistry and the way that you bounce off each other. And I saw an interview with you and um, and Gary and George. I think maybe it was in the project. I think yeah, leading Gary, into yeah. yeah, and and there was a conversation around how. You've gotten to know each other over this decade, but then also sometimes when it works, it just works. And I was watching that. I was watching that interview with such interest, in particular because there's so much conversation, I suppose, with what we do with Stace and I as the Thinker Girls, and having done, you know, both of us separately, different radio shows with different dudes. That whole, you know, with radio and and trying to kind of manufacture and and make this thing that you kind of just can't really put your finger yeah. on why I think I think works. I think chemistry is fascinating the three of us are all from Melbourne we all knew each other prior George and Gary obviously uh, George was Gary's apprentice for mm-hmm. you know all those years at the soft tail and then George went to go and work with Gary and like Remy Capaldi at Phoenix I'd known them for probably 10 years through mm-hmm. Melbourne Food and Wine Festival mm-hmm. writing reviews all that stuff so we kind of all knew each other yeah and and it's uh, made it easier for us to sit it fit into a um kind of a group we're all from Melbourne we've got similar contacts I think we're all I think because we identified we all had different strengths yeah. and so we kind of so that had made it fit together but because we filmed, we filmed for the first four years in Sydney and we were we were Did you? I we were we I were, didn't know that so we're, we all live in Melbourne and we were moving to Sydney so we yeah. came up on a Sunday Gary was living up here in Sydney at Willoughby George and I would move up We'd fly up every Sunday and then, then go back every Thursday because of you know without having a the normal family friends support network it forced us much more closely mm. together. Also, it's a totally alien thing. TV is so different to anything else you do because there are all those people and there's all that. If you've seen Unreal, there's all this kind of oh, producing yeah. going on. So 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 I think I think definitely we we talk about ourselves being a triangle, like three sides of the same shape. And triangles are very so we've all got each other's back, um, but we all we're all very different in terms of everything other than probably food. I think that was the interesting thing was you all realised pretty quickly you all felt the same way about what was a good dish and what was a bad dish. Mm. Because there's a, you know, we always talk about that kind of opinion being objective, but the reality is that food's pretty subjective. If you, sorry, sorry, we all talk about food being subjective, but actually it's very objective. But if you ask yeah. people for, if you give them a list of 10 restaurants in Sydney that, that, that they've been to, they'll probably put the it's restaurants in the same order. Um, if you ask them for 10 wines, they won't necessarily. And, and so I think that's a, a, that, that there's, an, there's an intrinsic truth about what makes a good dish that we all, that, that, that made it easier for us to kind of sit together. We're also, I think, because we've all been there for 10 years together and the, the kind of the, the machine around us has changed. Different people come in, things mm. change. Mm. We also are in a situation to be able to say, we've done that before, it didn't work because of this. And we've managed to convince, well, one, we're lucky that, 
that when we get to cast the show, we're given 50 people to look at and we pick our favourites. So that, oh, so that's... So you're involved in so that. When we make the decision. When, when yeah, you see right. the top 50, we're making the choice on whether we think that person's I don't think many people would know not. that. No. I well, think people even, might think it's an unreal situation. Even, Keep this guy in because of it. Yeah, well, and, and I think... And even when you walked in and you spoke, before we started recording, you spoke about... Uh, we spoke about the finale and how Ben really struggled um, and the points was very different. And you were speaking about how you looked at the spikes. You're very obviously very very involved in the storylines and how things go. Well, I, I look, I think I think in order to in order to, to to be allowed to make those decisions, and and you, when you talk about you know you look back at season three with Hayden Quinn, who mm. is amazing, who's you know doing great media stuff now, was on Family Food Fight for the first season. Uh, you know, he's TV gold. He'd be in, he'd be in a media challenge yeah, and, the, and the, yeah. the numbers would jump by, they'd jump <laughs> 100, 150,000 yeah. numbers, you know. But, but he put up a bad dish, he went home. There was no, there was no pressure for us to, on us to keep him. Marrying Gatsby the year before. And I think that's one of, the, one of the things about the show that's good. They're very transparent. So mm-hmm. we have people on set. We let the media come and watch. We let members of the public come, come yeah, and watch. Right. You know, if you're a sponsor, you come on down, come, come to a filming, come recording, see that the one-hour challenge is the one-hour challenge. Um, that's quite rare in com- competition TV because they like to, you know... Yeah, smoke and mirrors. Smoke about. and mirrors yeah. and, and allow themselves the, the flexibility to do stuff. So would, so, you, would you ever... Do you think that show, the show would have ever been as successful as it has had it not been built on that real place of authenticity? Um, or would you have ever been involved in it if it wasn't? No, I, I passed being involved in other shows because yeah. they weren't because, yeah. it, because they, they were cast like a drama and you never had a role to play. You know, you're the you're the villains, you're the you're the battle heroes. You're probably going to win, and it's kind of it's a bit. You know, I want to be on a I want to be in, I want to be a show that's kind of like a football game rather than a show that's like you know world. Federation West, the WWF or WWE, yeah. where everything's kind of done well, to an fact, archetype. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to you know? crush you. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and then, oh, and the bad guy yeah. knocks him out, but then the good guy comes yeah, back, and yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. the white hat wears the black hat. Well, I did to get married, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with a cape. Especially if I can secret one. Look at look yeah, at that. Yeah, secret cape, beautiful. But like, I think season one, you know, there was that situation where we had sort of our last four in the first season, Marshef, we had. Um, Justine Schofield, lovely girl next door, great cook, and Chris Badnock, who was the cat in the hat, who was kind of you know, he, if it was a nine-ingredient challenge, he'd he'd cook with seven and get himself a beer and a cheese, finish early, drink the beer and cheese. He was your archetypal kind of you know hipster bad yeah, guy yeah, in a yeah. way, and and and. It, you're, everyone's thinking oh, it's going to be the black hat versus the white hat. It's going to be the girl next door versus the you know the dark guy in the hat. And they're going to find out. And they both went out. They both went out four and three respectively. We ended up with Poe and Julie Goodwin punching themselves, going, "How do we both get here? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we're here!" And then they cooked, and it was great. And Julie did a brilliant job, and she won. And but so so to a degree, you know, there's a bit of a movement towards television and film that isn't predictable. It isn't boy meets girl, loses girl, meets girl again, lives happily ever after. Mm-hmm. It's much more... People are, audiences are smarter. It's much more Game of Thrones, you know. Red wedding vibes. Red, red, red yeah, wedding. Ned, like Ned Stark, like Ned Stark, <laughs> Ned Stark getting beheaded. But he's a hero. You can't kill the hero. No What's shit. going on? The hero That's why that show is so good because you and, don't know... 
and, well, and, and I don't and know if you need Stace is tapping out because she hasn't seen Game of Thrones so oh, and also, but there's I don't need to watch light entertainment where I need an encyclopedia to explain what's going well, on well, there's, there's, you can just turn around so Matt and I can have this okay, private fine. chat about got that's but what people call but it I, but I think but I think but I think it's the same and it's the same with you know the the now much maligned uh, has cards that 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 predictable story mm. arc, that predictable mm. narrative art which TV relied on, so everyone felt comfortable. Yes, that, that's kind of gone now. And the predictable and, villains and the predictable people that you love. And and you and with Marsh, if you just don't know, it's it's all gonna. If they do a good job, they'll stay. And if they don't, tell, they'll go home. And you can tell that you guys don't know because mm. it is. Well, it's like a live performance, right? You can be the greatest cabaret performer ever and break your leg. In yeah. one show, like it, right. yeah, you just right. don't know. Oh where my it's god, the end. magic egg! There is a substance coming out. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah, I want to. I want to go back to that conversation of stereotypes, right? Yeah. Because you said the three of us, Gary, George, and myself, we are this triangle, yeah. equal parts, equal sides. We have each other's back. We can't stand up as a triangle without it. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm interested to know if you've pulled apart the triangle, and maybe this is harking back to season one, right? Where we go, okay, we've got these three guys, like, and and Gary is this guy and George is this guy who are you when it started when it started the, the the reason they cast the three of us they cast Gary because he was a hard man who was going to cry so this is the classic sentimental bloke they cast George because he mangled language and they cast me because I wore a cravat and that, that was the reason that was the absolute reason why they cast each of us I think, I think in terms of you know maybe maybe you liken it to the maybe you liken it to the, the you know the head, you know, Gary's Gary's the businessman Gary's the nuts mm. and bolts Gary's mm. great Gary's mm. Mr. Technique mm. Gary's absolute he, you know he's absolutely you know in reality George is Mr. Mr. Soft Heart you know you're feeling okay that kind of stuff you can do it you know that kind of stuff and I suppose I'm the um I'm the I'm the kind of the nerdy stupid one who but is, also who the, is, lev- the leveler of the two I would have thought no I don't know about level I think, I think I think we all I think we all have roles to play I, I, I never really thought about what my role within that three it's I suppose I mean look the we've all eaten and traveled a bit but I, I mean I'm, I'm kind of a bit of a food nerd it's a bit of a mm. food I think Adam Liao described me as a large food encyclopedia in pink pants food encyclopedia robot in pink pants, which is probably pretty accurate. Okay, it's like, like ridiculous clothes, but uh, I, I know I know a little bit about food. Well, going back to the pink pants, where does that where does that begin in your life? You get oh, to a certain five. point, five years old. Oh yeah. Can you talk to us? Do you, what, yeah, what dress up. Oh, cowboy outfit. You got cowboy boots cowboy, on right now, so I, you're living yeah, your and, yeah, and cowboy his wall was like he's just tasted something delicious. Like when you think of the my, cowboy. My 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 mum my mum taking the um the stovepipe jeans and and cutting the side and putting a big V of um of Technicolor oh, shit, Technicolor yeah. old curtain material to give me flares. Um, oh, they look good. And then and then being a punk and going into my one of my best friends always says we used to go we both. Uh, used to like the, that kind of that same kind of era of trash music. We'd go into op shops because op shop was all we could afford and buy stuff. And he'd come out with like nothing, and I'd come out with armfuls of stuff. Yeah, going, oh, wow. look at this floral shirt! It'll be amazing with the. And so yeah, I, I I've always played around. I love I love things, wearing things, and yeah. I'm and I'm not really concerned about what other people think about what I and wear. And never have been. No, never have been. What I wear now is just a more polished version of what I was mm. wearing mm. 20, 30, mm. 40 years ago. Whether it's you know white pants with red and green polka dots and a pair of motorcycle boots or 
you know, whatever. Has it been sim- like kind of a simple system where people think there is a more complex reason behind it, or do you do you oh, no, find identity in it? Do you find no, no, expression? Oh no, oh, no, there's, there's lots of you know, no, and there's whatever I do, there's there's, there's deep thinking in it. It's yeah, not, right. you know, I mean, there's an element of oh wow, that's really big in in Europe right now. We ought to wear bright coloured pants, and then you know, two years later, along come. Along come our friends from One Direction that are all wearing the same pants. And kind of go, yeah, I'm like, I'm like Harry Styles' dad. Yeah. Um, but there, but there's also, but a lot of the stuff that I wear is is based on a on there's a great there's a great fashion history in Australia that kind of if you look back to the 1870s, there's a thing called flash dressing, and so all the all the all the kind of the the bush rangers and all the mm-hmm. troublesome lads in all in in Melbourne in particular, they'd wear these polka dot shirts and these Spanish heel boots, like cowboy boots with Spanish mm-hmm. heels. They 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 they'd all have stocks or cravats on. They'd all they'd have mixed fabrics. They might wear denim and a you know denim denim jeans and and then like a big heavy tweed coat and a waistcoat. So yeah, there, there, there's lots of stuff. There's lots of underground references there. Teddy boy drape coats, um, which is where the frocks really came from. They started as being that. Kind of look of the fat controller, and then you know the long coat. With the yeah, long right, yeah. But then you know you accessorize. And then, well, then you, start, English, then, you, then you start, yeah. yeah, and then you start accessorizing with. I haven't, I haven't quite got to wear the crepes old brothel creepers, but they might come back at some point. Crepes old brothel. You know that that's really <laughs> thick. That's fifty fifty teddy boy shoes. They they're like they've got they've got six five inch crepe soles. And they're all one level, and it's what they pick kids used to wear in the fifties. I feel like 60s. they look like they might be like my gold loafer platform. Like they've got that big platform. Nowadays, oh, big nowadays, now, yeah. nowadays, 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 you actually see runners like some of the very expensive yeah. Gucci runners. Like oh that. yeah, the platform. You know, the, the, the yeah. giant, the giant fat crepe wedge with stuff on the top. So that's, that's my gold yeah, wedge. Yeah, I bought yeah. from the street market in India. Yeah. And, and so they all that that all dates back. Too. And one of the inspirations of that all dates back to the fifties. So I do, I do read about, I do love my fashion, I do love my fashion history. So there's, there's always a bit more going on than. And then there's also stuff, you know. For me, the other thing is we sit down at the beginning of every year and go, we started, you know, I, I wanted to, we're going to wear suits, and I wanted to wear stuff that wasn't, you know, the, the grey and the blue. And so we mm. started by finding very early on finding, finding checks and tartans. Um, before Adina was wearing them, then we started wearing those, and then suddenly the next year of fabrics come through, and then more checks and tartan. Jack London's doing a version of, of mm. tartan. So, so then yeah, you go, well, okay, we can yeah. use, we can, we've got all these fabrics we play with, plus also, what about pastels? Because pastels are great. When I started, it was all, all the colours we wore were kind of, that we kind of chose were all, they were all kind of sorbets. So that was, embra- that was always embraced well, yeah. on the show. So, it doesn't sound like that was no, ever no, tried to. No, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's, always, it's always been there, and it's just, we don't, I don't talk about it much, just go, that's a nice coat, mm. you know. And and then and then there's stuff where you go, okay, well we we we, we don't have very much budget. We'll spend all the budget on this. How <laughs> about um, how about look at these golf pants? The wonderful golf label called Loudmouth, and mm. Loudmouth have got all these ridiculous trousers, like golf trousers, yeah, right, that are really comfortable to wear. So the first pair of, of pink pants that I wore were a pair of seventy dollar, you know, on special golf pants that I wore on Rove Show with a brown. A brown, um, a brown velvet jacket, and look, I thought, oh, they look great. And so from that, that kind of, you try that, and go, what else can we do now after yeah, that? Right. And so that we found these amazing kind of uh, pants that are in an argyle pattern, which is like bright coloured diamond shapes of like red and green and white, and then with a like with a, a cool kind of key line. Yeah, kind oh, of like cool. you, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you'll see them on you know argyle, argyle lots of people have argyle socks. 
and these were pants and they, they were crazy so you play with them for a bit and they, they look quite fun and they're quite good what's the, pro- yeah. when you say play with them, what's the process for you for, the, pro- the, 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 for process, the, the process is myself and Charmaine Di Pasquale decide what we're going to wear and then if we wanted something a little bit out there like this year we had um my, one of my favourite things. We committed this year, didn't we? Uh, mm. Well, we... The, the, we <laughs> a lot of, lot, no, well, the, 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 the most challenging thing was I wore this dark blue blazer with these green and white pants and big green and white candy stripes on them. So that the, the stripes were probably about five centimetres wide. And I love them. They, look, they looked amazing. But they were obviously going to be challenging for the producers who were maybe a bit more conservative in their taste. So what, so what you do is you find a really disgusting pair of trousers. I think these were the ones I picked were like green with red and yellow and purple balls on. They were revolting. And so I want to wear these and they go, I'm not sure about those. They say, okay, well, if we don't wear those, can we wear these? And they go, very, oh, very good. And they go, that, that stripe looks quite conservative. Oh, very good. I, it's, you know, it's, I think they, they call it an ambit claim. Um, now I've now I've said I won't be able to do it anymore. But but certainly that kind of idea, because to a degree, to a degree there is a there is a small little segment of the Marshef gang that love what I wear because either either they love it because they 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 like the kind of the the bravery and the stupidity of it, or they like it because they, they want to make fun of it, which is well, also part of the I've game. seen heaps of blogs just dedicated to your outfits. Well, and, I was and, looking around. But isn't that what fashion like, is too? You know, yeah. like it is that people have fun or laugh or it have create some form yes. of but, feeling, regardless of what but, it but, is. But I, but I think also you've got to you know, in, I mean, style is about is about throwing yourself you know down a down a narrow track and sometimes and then being man enough to boy enough girl enough to turn around and go that wasn't right and go back but the whole point being that it shouldn't matter you know i, I love the fact that in the in the time of headmaster what men wear has changed dramatically yeah. the, the tie's gone mm. you know the the idea of an australian man wearing a pale blue shirt and a dark blue suit Nowadays, mm. men wear pinks and purples, mm. and it's fantastic Prince, to see. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and, and florals. It is nice. It is really nice to kind of be 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 able to take those risks, and then hopefully, you know, ho- hopefully, then then blokes who, who mm. want to wear that because blokes have a weird thing about fashion. Blokes are quite conservative, but there's always there's that little bit of them that's a bit. Um, How everyone's like eight percent gay, basically. Well, it's a curiosity. The, 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 the comedy. Sh- I call it the comedy shirt. You know that the, the your, party shirt, your, the party yeah, shirt, yeah, and, yeah, and we've yeah. all got one. You know, mm-hmm. and, my and dad, my dad in the eighties and nineties was a cardigan. You know, something that they also yeah. like yeah. had with yeah. color, or yeah. something they could or, make. Or it could just be wearing red, red socks yeah. or whatever. It's a way of expressing your own. So I think, and I think that that's lovely to see that it doesn't have to be. You don't have to wear a you know a pastel pink pink suit um, <laughs> yeah. and, look, and look like a kind of a. But if you can, a but, but if you can, why not? Have you always been a confident person and knowing who you are? Like, as you say, you can no, take really. the piss out of yourself a little bit. Like, no, not really. But I, I think I, I think you I think it, you get to the point where it, you get to the point. Certainly, when you put them, put yourself out, and you would have both gone through this, that you you get to a point where where everyone's going to pass judgment. So you might as well have them pass judgment on something you are than something you're not. Yeah. So you're much better to be yourself and be someone that your friends we'll recognise. Write that down for an Instagram because, quote. I would have thought. Because Hang on, cause say, say it again. You're, you're much better to be. You're much better to be judged for someone you are than someone you're not. Don't get trapped into playing a role because then, because as long as your mates know 
mm. see you on the telly and identify that that's you and that's the person they've known for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, that's fantastic. But when you go and you start playing a role, then, then it becomes problematic. You start losing contact and with the people who really matter, mm. which are your friends and family. Mm. Love all the people who watch your show, that's great. But you know, at the end of the day, the people who matter to me and my friends and my family. Well, they you're the, they're the only ones you're having a beer with. Yeah. You know, the, you don't have to hang out with the others. Yeah. Mm. But it is interesting about the judge, the judgment thing, I think often we're constantly trying to avoid not being judged but the reality is that everybody and will look, and i think that's a very good point and i've 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 ever since i started wearing slightly slightly through some unusual things I, i've always wanted to to take the the mic out of myself first yeah. it's great to be able to say today like i today i am dressed as a large red fluffy tennis ball <laughs> or today i'm dressed as a colombian drug dealer <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Do you have do you have an understanding that you're a bit of a sex symbol? Uh, I think that's totally ridiculous. And I am reminded this regularly by my wife that obviously I'm not, and that, that's that's very useful. I've got something to say here. Yeah. <laughs> Stacy, for mm-hmm. the entire time that I have known her, has been obsessed with you in a different kind of a way. I don't know. Well, you can describe... Is it... What, like, what, often, what is no, it? Well, I often talk about the difference between boys and men. Yeah. And I... And often... We've spoken about this a lot on the series that we're doing focusing on The Bachelor show this year. Because I never really watched the show, but we're speaking about the honey... What's his face? Honey Badger. Yes. Yeah. And, and he... Um, and how he is moving towards a man, but still... A boy man, in my opinion. When I was dating, I often found that it, there wasn't many examples of people that actually were comfortable with men, as be, like kind of sitting as a man. And we had so many examples of what a man looks like in this country. And I kind of would flip it on its head and say, I find people attractive or sexy that are comfortable in themselves. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's, that's what I, you exude I'm, and exude on a regular basis. And I think that we would benefit more from seeing men that, that are different but confident in who they are as opposed to jumping in with the masses. That's but that, where but I was that, from. But that's Sorry, I'm just saying love hearts in your <laughs> 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 I can say that you're married now. Yeah. Are you a just because flowers man? Like yeah, of course. You, yeah. You, never, never when you've done anything w
So not that I would ever do anything wrong, would but never say, would. But would you yeah. say you're a, a romantic person? Because this um, is the thing, I feel like chicks, myself in particular, having been in a long oh. relationship, I was like, oh man, we're oh. together almost eight Australians years. Blokes, Australian blokes are ne- so Matt, bad. Never oh. once. So once! Got so just bad. because flowers. You know, you know what? Never once. You know what? If they're, if they're, they if mean they're, so much if they're advice for If they're advice for my sons on things to do when you're in a relationship, number one, not a bad thing when the washing's on the line to take it in, fold it up, and put it away in the, in the drawers. And so when, when your partner comes home, they open the drawers, and their T-shirts are all folded in there. I'll tell you right now, that, that's more than any... You look lovely in that dress. It's is foreplay and then some. Mm. Yeah, absolutely Everyone right. Everyone wins. Ab- absolutely mm. right. So that, you know, cooking for your partner. Um, it, there's a whole... There's a whole set, and, and Australian men aren't very good. They're a bit uncomfortable about that, showing their emotions. I wanted to ask you about that, actually, because what do you think, growing up, obviously, in England, mm-hmm. what do you think was, where's the difference? What's happened along the way here? Well, where... it's been amazing what's happened to men here. They cook now. They, they understand flowers. They understand compliments. They understand that, that when, you, when, they're, when, someone, when their partner comes to them with a, a problem, you don't try and solve it. You just go, that's terrible, and ask them what they think they should do about it and provide support. You know, there's all this, there's all this stuff that, that, that probably when I arrived in Australia in 93, you know, most of the blokes of my age had no idea about. Yeah. You know, that the idea of giving flowers just because it's nice, because there are five ways of showing that you love someone. And, and yet, you may not be the person who can say I love you, but you may also be the person who can do it through an action or do it through a gift or, you know, there are all these different ways of doing it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a big believer in, I'm a big believer in the random, in the random stuff, the, the stuff mm-hmm. that's a surprise, because I think it has, I think it's nice. And because I think sometimes, sometimes invariably when you do that, you often do it at a time when the person really appreciates it really needs oh, it oh and it's you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're open to it without the expectation there's something about the way you seep it in it like sucks into you yeah. a little bit more when you've got no thought I think it's more feeling yeah, rather and than it does, it doesn't have to be big I think that's the whole thing it doesn't have to be spectacular it could be just spending I love you in a pack of cards and having all the heart cards turned up or you know it can be oh, leaving it can be leaving post-it notes around when you go on trips under the pillow Pictures love a surprise you know? too all, all that stuff mm-hmm. that's the thing when you open and, you, and, and also the great thing is that when when they find one five days in that you know the post-it note that's on the milo that they only have you know on a th- saturday when they got cold after playing netball then they go you know so it's all those well, things thought, that stuff. Right? it's and just thought. it's all it's about is thought and consideration and i think the danger is that and it's not it's not hard to do it's not expensive to do um and well that's you know that's i've i was always went out with people who were you know, I would always be the bloke that would um, that would end up having a row because I'd come back late. I'd been out with mates and we'd end up getting, we'd been at some club somewhere and we'd end up coming back at three in the morning. And and then with um, with the woman I ended up marrying, the first time I did that, then she didn't ring me. She didn't give me a hard time when I came home. Next morning she went, oh, I'm so glad you're home. I was so worried. And that was it. And the next time I, I felt like such a heel. The next mm-hmm. time, next time I went out, all right, uh, it's ten o'clock. Um, yeah. Probably going to be back. It's, it's going on a bit. I think we're going to be. We're all going to go to the casino and play pontoon. Um, I may be a bit late. Thank you. That's what you get. And that's yeah, that's what both understand. It, yeah. It's just the communication stuff, and and they're worried that their partner's going to say, "I need you to come home." And on the one in, and again, if you're on the other side, if you're the partner, on those one in ten times you do need them to come home. Mm then that's great and they should come home. And communicate but, that. But, but, the, but the danger is that it's like, well, come home now, I need you because it becomes a, con, yeah. a control thing. And, you know, there's, there's there, every relationship has, a certain, has to have a certain level of trust. 
Yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise it's kind and of like... And flexibility too. Yeah. I, the trust is interesting because I feel like sometimes trust is thrown around. Like you need to trust thinking of cheating. But it's got to be trust as well. What I've learned already in my very short marriage is it's trust about trusting that the person is a good person. Trusting that they're not doing this to piss you off or to there yeah. might be things that you feel sometimes and then it's actually got nothing to do with who they are and what they're doing or what their intentions are mm. and that's my new understanding of trust rather than this trust of trust that they will not cheat on you trust yeah, that all yeah. these like real surface value levels of what we looked as trust as a meaning or a meaning of trust for I've started but, to see it as a deeper trust but, but you also hope that there's also that dialogue going in their head which it should always be if my partner was here, would they feel uncomfortable mm. with what's happening now? And that's yeah. so that, that yeah. that's that. Yeah. You, you've got to have that kind of dialogue going on because most of the time, blokes are pretty. You know, there are well, there are three types of blokes, and and they, they you know, there's there's some that are like that, there's some that aren't like that, and there's some that are just thinking about their mums. So it's like you know, you, you've got ideally you want you want to find one from column A or column C, but not column B, and, and they're, <laughs> they're ones that are just problematic. I want to put my head up and ask a question. Something yeah. you said you mentioned before, going back to the thought thing and I want to get a, a dude's take on this if a man you know when you said about you know pop, you know popping a little poster note here or doing thing you know it's, it goes back to that thought thing that we were saying that just because flowers I think that's the sexiest yeah. and the most lovely part about it where you go oh you thought of me not on a birthday not on an anniversary just because you were thinking of me and you picked it up on the way home stunning but, but, by, right? but by and large we are well, yeah, but, okay, blokes but, are doing that, but we never say that. We never this, communicate. I was going to say this is my question: If in a in a relationship and having been in one that never you know had those kind of oh I just randomly thought of you and bought this, is that yeah. because they're not thinking of me or thinking of somebody, or are they just not that great at doing it? Oh, you know what I mean? Like is that is that typically a bit of a symbol? I think a lot of the I think a lot of the times you just. You've got to be in a situation where you need to look for other signs that they care, because mm-hmm. maybe they're not giving you the signs you want to see. But then you've also got to say, when you do that, that pisses me off, or it make, doesn't make mm-hmm. me uncomfortable, or whatever. Um, but yeah, you've got to find a better type of bloke, I think. But exactly, do you, do you, but do you always date the same kind of bloke? Well, I dated one for a very long, for most of my adult life, yeah. so for eight years. So being single is quite a new thing. But but is that but is, is that but are you are you finding yourself dating similar blokes? No, very, very different, different blokes. Now. Well, that, that that's very good. different. When when you when you're in that relationship, it's always like that. I think I think there's a there's a weird thing with relationships that that when when blokes get into a relationship, mm-hmm. they they tend not to grow. And, and they do that terrible thing, but I've not changed. I'm the same bloke I was. Mm. And yeah. women, women mm. grow, women grow dramatically. Mm. And you can see that probably with the end of pe- our people, yes, people yes. of you, but also, no, <laughs> yeah, but also during the relationship. Yeah. But, but you know, you, you look at, look at. Well, that's what I mean. Why it ended? Because, like, because like, I think you, that's you know, so stereotypical. Well, yeah. and but, but I also think in terms of in terms of you know the the the, the friends of my parents and in all generation, you know, the women are all. Nipping off to there. Well, let's go to Cuba and do this. And the blokes just want to go and play golf at the golf course and sit and have a beer with the boys. They they're really doing the same thing they've always done. The women, yeah. are, because again, because of the traditional way that Australian families tend to work, the, the men are out. The men are often out working in that generation. They were out working and they they and the women were at home. And suddenly they get liberated. Kids go off to school, uh, leave school, yeah. go to university, the go space, to work, yeah. and suddenly they get they get to suddenly do all those things. So I think it's really important if you're in a relationship to to be aware of. Of how your partner is developing, my 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 wife is obsessed with golf at the moment, so I've had to take up golf 
So I know that if I didn't take up golf, I, you know, I'd lose her to, you know, good long girls weekends going to golf. I want to be with her and I want to be playing golf, even though she's going to beat me. I'm happy to do that so now I can kind of go That's along. Best, yeah. but so I think, I think you've got to, I think you've got to be, be mindful that, 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 and again, you know, women tend to get into relationships like thinking they can often thinking that they can change the bloke and they probably can't no and and the blokes will change a little bit and that that'll give that'll be the that'll be the green the green flag yeah the blokes or the not, hooker in or yeah, yeah the, 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 the blokes are the blokes aren't gonna aren't gonna change a lot but also the blokes are going well i've, I've met this girl she's perfect but she's going to develop and grow and have different interests and you need to be willing to to listen and to i understand. said that to my partner when we met i was like i'm a I'm a, I'll work that's pretty a hard work, on yeah. myself. Grow up. Like, and I, so that means I grow. And mm. if that's you're not sense. up for the ride, yeah. we should kind of know that about each other mm. quite early. What um, Before we wrap up, how did you fall in love with your wife? Uh, playing tennis. Really? So sport, it's like some mm. form of activity so, again. Well, activity is, is good for blokes. No, no, I met, her, I met her at a party in 89 when mm. I was here on holiday. Um, uh, oh, that so the English blokes, guys here. Blokes, mm. blokes are very good. Blokes are very good at talking when they're they're doing stuff. So you know, it's a very good oh. bit of advice. If you want to have a conversation with a bloke, don't sit them down in a in a lounge room because they will you will not get there. But go for a walk with them, or go for a, bring it up when you're driving, or you know when you're playing sport or playing around a golf, or you know that that that's a good time to get blokes to kind of. You know, because you're not thinking too much. Because you like you're uh, occupied. You're so basically, you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to win tennis, and then she's she's just. Well, how does that work? Like, I, I don't mean, know. No, I just I just think it, I just think it's a. I I noticed that with my my teenagers that that they'll talk in those environments that you take them out you take them out of the norm and out of a you know if you sit at a diner and table and say well, how was your day they won't tell you much but if you if you go and keep the footy with them they'll they'll tell you everything well another thing they'll stop and so I think that I think that, that that's kind of a that's a bit of a universal truth oh that's a good um, one okay I don't know yeah I next don't. minute I'll be out having tennis dates yeah, every yeah. weekend no I will say Chris that. you'll see you on the golf course <laughs> <laughs> hello Mash I've taken a golf also um, meet my friend Sam let, 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 let me introduce you some nice Nice place. You may find a lot of silver tops, but um, you know, if you're not adverse to being a seven-year-old bloke, so, yeah. it'll be fine. get us in an easy reservation. Yeah, no, look, I th- look, you know what the terrible thing is? There is no for all the millions and millions of pages written about the the right, the wrong way, the whatever. Uh, you know, there's nothing like your own personal experience, your own gut feeling, and yes. I think part of it is we do tend to we do tend to quieten our gut. And I, I find it I find it amazing and women have this amazing ability and they probably don't know have this amazing ability always to your partner always has the ability to appear. When it, when a woman's flirting with you, they'll suddenly appear and you go, How do I know? They just knew, they just appeared. Because they know, because there's that, that kind of, you know, there's a strange sixth sense interaction going on. So I think I think the thing I, I've learned over the years is to is to follow your gut. If something feels wrong, don't do it. Um, and if something feels right, go ahead and do it, and it'll probably be right. But um, it's so interesting. That was the biggest thing. I'm doing some dating stuff. This uh, written a book, uh, writing about single Pringle, and and uh, we spoke about a lot of intuition. I did a live with our, some of our followers, and then they said, "But so many chicks said, but hang on, how do you do your intuition? How how do you what? Because I said, well, you use your intuition. That's uh, I can't." There's nothing that I can help you from here, this point. Yeah. You know, like kind of getting things in order of the way you think about but, yourself, whatever. But then it gets to a point where you need to... And I think there's a real lack of women trusting themselves but knowing uh, how to get in touch with that part of themselves. And, and you know, the, the, 
the that is why speed dating is such a brilliant way of getting back because you you very quickly mm-hmm. get to know within mm-hmm. 30 seconds whether that guy is wrong or right or right or wrong very very quickly mm-hmm. yeah, very, so very instead quickly. of being kind of a, a dating column-esque it's moved it moved into how to access your intuition mm-hmm. which is so interesting because everyone's will be different but yeah. it was the biggest thing that people looked around like it was like everyone was looking like what's that mm-hmm. but, but, now, well I've got it now speed dating but doing activities oh but, 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 so speed <laughs> Speed dating. Speed dating. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no you're right. Because speed dating, you understand that speed dating, there's a whole class. There's speed dating basic, then speed dating for active people, and that's a different, <laughs> you're a different class of speed data there. <laughs> Next. And then, and, and then you've got to get multiple lights to go up the lead. I mean, so, archery, so, and uh, then also speed archery dating. Archery is sexy. No shit. Yeah, with, what that, about with, that, with a lever, with a lever. No. <laughs> I agree. Because you get, and then someone. Colliding, has, colliding, be, sweaty. <laughs> People but get grumpy. But archery is no, so much sexy. Because you have to be still. Yeah. 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 And you've yeah. got to bend your arms slightly. Yeah, and you, yeah, and you, get, yeah. you get to wear a leather. You get to wear a leather on your wrist, which always looks good. Quite dangerous. Yeah, but also quite dangerous. You know, the, the, the dangerous conversation, they turn to you and ask you a question, you've got to, you've got a problem. And you Does need you that. Get... What do you need? That word where you, you're out. Like, what's the word? Your, um, your safe word. Oh, oh, like, you need a safe word in archery. Red leather. <laughs> Uh, red leather. <laughs> <laughs> My president's been no, divine. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all of the podcast shows, all of the different articles featuring our guests and posse members and all the content that Christy and I bring on a weekly basis. It is the place where everything is kept. Thethinkergirls.com.au This podcast is presented by Stacey June and Christy Mercer. It's also produced by me, Stacey June, and produced and edited by Jordan Lott. 